This is the Smooth Operator Podcast. I'm Adam Liette, Director of Operations for a seven-figure online business and eight-year veteran of Army Special Operations. On this show, we get into the tactical nitty-gritty of what it really takes to run a thriving online business because at the end of the day, operators lead the way. What's up, Smooth Operators? Welcome. You made it. It's Friday. Or by the time you get to this, it could be Saturday. I don't know. When do you listen to podcasts? For me, like podcasts are a morning thing. It's what I do at the gym, what I do on the treadmill, when I'm pumping iron or something like that. Because, look, a lot. I know a lot of people like to listen to music when they when they uh, run on the treadmill. Dude, you got a podcast. It's going to activate your creative mind, too. Which, I mean, there's something magical that happens when you're running and you have to think versus like, you know, trudging along to music, I'm telling you, you're going to get something out of your run versus just a workout. But anyway, that's an aside. You know how I sometimes get distracted. Imagine that. But I'm super excited for this episode. As you know, this is episode, I think, you know, this is episode 73 of the podcast. I have absolutely fallen in love with podcasting, not only the process of it. Yeah, partially it's about hearing yourself talk. I mean, there's something to be said about that, but I love the opportunity to get to meet with amazing people and really expand my own personal and professional network. And to that extent, I'm super geeking out because I got my friend Tori Barker here. And Tori, gosh, we we hit it off about three months ago, like met on Podmatch or one like one of these uh, service uh, services that connect podcast hosts. And hit it off immediately. And now we've worked together a couple of times. And so I wanted to do a podcast about podcast. Yeah, because it is a thing where we are continuously learning how to become a better podcaster. But let me tell you some more information about Tori. Tori is the head of creative marketing. So she's a marketing guru and has a team of marketing people that help her implement strategies um, and tactics for companies that work for with her. She's also the host of the Creative Visionaries podcast. There's been some awesome people on that show, including yours truly, but she's joining us on the show to talk about not only like the process of podcasting and how she's really fell in love with the art as well, but how she's been able to use her podcast to cultivate and grow her marketing agency, bring in new clients, and increase her presence in the market. So, Tori, how's it going today? It's so awesome to have you on the show. Adam, I don't know if I can follow that intro. That is amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna like, I'm gonna take your recording and use that to like pump me up every day because that was phenomenal. <laughs> well, you know, there's a secret, and it's a uh, good old Mountain Dew. But, uh... <laughs> A little sugar rush gets you going in the first of a podcast. I tell you what, I mean, it does. That, that's what I love about this medium in that it's it's like an energy to it. And a good podcast, you can feel it. It's like, whoa, yeah. yeah. At least that's how I do it. And it doesn't mean every podcast is like that. Obviously, for me, it's like the ultimate performance. And yeah, I geek out on it. So, and that's why we're here today, right? Really to yes. talk about podcasting. But before we dive into that, for those, for those in the audience that haven't heard of Tori, who is Tori Barker? If you could just introduce yourself, it'd be great. Yeah. So thank you for the wonderful intro. Um, as you introduce me, I'm Tori Barker. I'm the owner of Creative Marketing and the podcast host for Creative Visionaries Podcast. Um, my company, Creative Marketing, we do digital marketing, uh, brand strategy consulting, and we are a uh, mastermind building company uh, for podcasting. So we'll touch on that a little bit later. But uh, yeah, and then outside of that, I'm a, a wife and a mom, and um, yeah, I just I love doing what I do, and you know, serving people with the skills and talents that I have, and just coming from a servant's heart to to help people grow and succeed in their life and their business. So fantastic! I love it. And with your marketing agency, I was looking into this before we went live. Like, it's you have a full team like helping you. How have you, how have you been able to cultivate and really? like be able to download like some of your brain into your team members to, to help them to, to help you grow the grow the agency. Yeah, well, like many entrepreneurs know, you kind of start out as a solopreneur, right? And you think you can do all things. And so you 
uh, work around the clock and you do all the things and you can get to a point where you can burn out. But for me, um, I was really mindful of, you know, the time that I was going to spend in my business and then the time that I wanted to share with my family. So I didn't want to get into that burnout cycle. And so for me, cultivating a team um, was really important. And so, you know, I look for people who I hire on core values um, because I think skill sets is secondary. Um, something that a skill that I have, I can teach other people, but if they don't have the core values to bring to the table, then it's not going to work. So for me, you know, I started small one person at a time, really cultivating that relationship and giving them full attention and time to coach them and um, bring them up to a level where they felt like they could contribute to the creative marketing company. And, you know, we were all working on the same front to help uh, serve our clients. And so it's been, you know, a journey over time. I didn't hire all at once, um, which is a good thing, right? So um, hired every, I don't know, a couple years or so. I met, there's three of us, three outside of myself. So there's four of us total um, as we sit here in this podcast, who knows where we'll be in a year. Um, but yeah, so for me, I, I hire on core, core values and then I teach the skills and I just love bringing a team together. I love everything about that, Tori. And you're right. It's, you can train someone to do anything. I mean, because it's skill, right? And we know it's a skill, but core values, like I can't train someone to be like me in their core values. They either have them or they don't. And the fact that you're hiring that way, that just means it's sustainable, A, and B, you actually like the people you work with. That's like... (laughs) If we don't not want to like the people we work with, we can go corporate, right? Then you can right. not like the people you work with. Um, but you're going to keep people longer too, I think, right? Because people, sure. you have that connection and and there's some beautiful things that come out of that. Some real, you have those like, I, I've always seen it on teams where you have those moments where you just kind of look at each other and it's, I, I love How I Met Your Mother, the sitcom. Oh, and, yeah where they like are speaking to each other telepathically and it's like the funniest scenes <laughs> scenes when they do it. But what I found is when you are connected on core values and your culture is really vibrant in that way, like you can almost look at someone and be like, I know what they're thinking right now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and, yeah. and my team we're we're all virtual. So there's some people on my team that I have never met in person and some that I have met only like a handful of times in person. Um, but when we get on zoom, we are so connected that we can just be having conversations and, and, you know, I'll be like, I know what you're thinking or no, don't go down that road. Or, you know what I mean? Like we'll, we'll have like these little banters because we can totally read each other's, you know, personalities through the, the video screen, even though we're not in person. And, so yeah, it's it's fun to to get connected and grow because longevity is big for me too, right? I don't want to have somebody who comes in and then we train them and then they leave. And it's like, no, I want to build like a family, a team. You know, I come from a background of uh, playing sports and I was always the captain of the team. And so this is very much like that, you know, I'm the captain of this team and, you know, I want to build a team that's going to work together and we support each other. And so it's it's very natural for me, um, because that's kind of how I've always, um, you know, grown up and that's what I like to do. I love that so much. And as the captain of that team, I, you know, you get to make your own rules and I love that you've made that rule and you get to empower that and just, you live it and I can see it in your face. I mean, it's, (laughs) it's, it's, it should be a joy to talk about your team. And when you cultivate your team, the way you have it is, and that's, that's beautiful. So yeah, thank awesome. You. Thank Man, you. Good, good way to start the episode <laughs> and just a friendly reminder to build off culture, build off core values as well, because it, yeah. it just works. Yeah, for sure. Fantastic. And is the team, I, I, I know a lot of them are probably more in like the tactical application and implementation. Are they helping with the podcast as well? Or is that kind of yeah. your side? Yeah, so um, I have a couple of key players on my team who help me with the the podcast uh, behind the scenes stuff, right? So for me, I do the interviewing, I do the strategy, and I'm very much the branding marketing person. But the implementation side, uh, my team is like huge, like they lift a huge weight and I couldn't do it without them. So (laughs) I always am like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I appreciate you. And that's big for me. You know, I I like to make sure that, you know, I show appreciation 
uh, for the team and even people I work with, you know, that's, that's huge, huge for me too. Fantastic. Love it. Love it. Anything to remove us from the day to day is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I have to ask, I mean, I, I obviously, and I'm sure you do too. We listen to a lot of podcasts. It's just part of what we do. What made you say, you know what? I think I'm going to get me one of those podcasts. I think I'm going to start a show and having just as a time we're recording this, you just wrapped up season one, like three or four weeks ago. So you did that for, first full season and yeah. uh, like, what got you into this medium? Well, so I, I always loved listening to podcasts and I thought to myself, oh my gosh, there's no way I could do that. That's just like, oh, wow. How, how do you, how do you put yourself out there and have these conversations? And then I stepped back and I really thought about the power of podcasting and how it's such a unique marketing tool. And as a marketer, I was looking around at all of my um, people in my industry and not many other marketers were doing podcasts. And so I thought, well, this would really set me apart. Um, so that's one thing that would be interesting. And then for me, I always like to push myself um, to be better and grow and that sort of thing. And so talking in public speaking, that sort of stuff has always been kind of a fear of mine. And so this was a huge leap um, to jump past that fear. And so I thought I'm going to push myself, like, why not go big, right? <laughs> Let's just do it. Let's start a podcast. And I had lots of friends who, um, were, you know, really supportive. And then, you know, one of my friends, Josh Tapp is a huge podcaster. And so, you know, I met him when I first started my business and he had me on his podcast and he's like, you need to do this. You're like really good at this. And I'm like, no, I can't do it. And finally, right. Like I came back to him and I'm like, Hey, I think I'm going to start a podcast. He's like, yes, finally. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Okay. Let's do this. Right. So, um, so yeah, so I kind of just, you know, push past that fear to, to better myself and really looking back at it. Uh, it gives me the opportunity to not only meet people and have great connections and conversations, but to share other people's stories. And that's really what I like because, uh, you know, if these conversations that I have with people on my show and with you, you know, other people can benefit from the conversations we have and the things that we share with each other, help each other with and all that stuff. And so why not put that out there for other people to hear and benefit from? Because, you know, how else are they going to grow or how else are they going to know what challenges entrepreneurs have that, you know, maybe they can get past, you know, in the next year or whatever. And I always feel like let's let's put a hand out and help other people. So by sharing mm -hmm. these stories and um, just utilizing this platform for marketing has been a huge um, blessing in my life. And, you know, I just love that I took that that leap and, and pushed past the fear because, you know, I've been able to find my voice and, and really stand out and and grow from it and now just continue to grow and push the push the limit where I can. And I think you said something critical right there. You finding your voice. Mm -hmm. Like we were gifted with these amazing ways of communicating our voice and language and tonal inflections and volume and all these different ways that we can express ourselves. And there's something to be said about, you know, times at bat. You know, to do another sports re reference, yep. you know, how many times are you up at the plate? Yep. If, if you're uncomfortable with sales, if you're uncomfortable with leading a team, if you're uncomfortable with public speaking, like if do we screw up in here, <laughs> we can edit it. We're not going to because I don't edit things. I mean, that's just, this is just real. If I screw up, I screw up. Oh, well, but <laughs> it's like really kind of a safe environment to find that voice to, to express yourself in a better, more fluid, more interesting way, if, if you were right. Well, and it's interesting too, the more often that you do this, this act of communicating or interviewing or being interviewed, it gets easier. Yes. But your message gets smoother <laughs> and it's yeah. like, oh, wow. You listen back and you're like, that was really, I fumbled through that one. Right. But now, you know, 10 episodes later or whatever it is, you're like, okay, I really got it down now. And so it helps you to craft that, that message and how, how you speak and the way that you communicate and, you know, convey what you're thinking is, is a, a skill that you have to sharpen for sure. <laughs> yeah. So when you're preparing an episode, I think everyone has their own process. Yeah. 
And I, this is actually my third show. I like did cold starts and stops on two shows before that. I just, I have to accept responsibility. I just didn't keep going. You know, Oh, it's 20 episodes and I'm not number one on Apple yet. (laughs) No kidding. Um, (laughs) Pod fade, right? Isn't that what they call it? Yeah. 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 (laughs) So when you're preparing to record, like what kind of preparation do you do? Like what goes into the preparatory phase and getting ready for that, that magical R button. Yeah. Well, so it's interesting when I, um, before I started, right. I thought, Oh, I've got to write an outline. I've got to be very diligent and, and, and spend lots of time re- reviewing the guest and, and researching and doing all this stuff. And I tend to do this overthinking. Right. And so I know that about myself. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do that because for one, that's going to take up way more time than it needs to. Um, and so the structure of my, my podcast is very conversational, just like this. And so I found that if I spend like an hour, half hour before, obviously I, I meet the person or I connect with him beforehand and we do, you know, um, uh, scheduling and all that stuff. But really before the episode goes live, I take that time to really look into the person and cultivate thoughts and questions that come to mind as I'm, um, looking at previous things that they've done or their website or interviews or videos and that sort of thing. And then I really maybe put together like three or four questions that kind of give me a, a, a guiding reference point to at least have something to go to. But my style is very conversational. And so, you know, I'll have those questions and I'll start asking the questions and then I do active listening and I listen to what they say. And as they're talking, if there's questions that come up, I'm assuming people who are listening are having those same questions. So it's my job as the host to ask those questions. And so that's really what I do, you know, just mentally, you know, prepare a couple minutes before and do a little Wonder Woman pose and <laughs> and push record. <laughs> I love it. And like sometimes just putting yourself on the wire, it's, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm an army guy, right? I view everything as training for the big game, right? You're, you're constantly leveling up your skill and man, it's, it's a good way to do it. And and it's, like I said, it's a safe way. And what I do is I got this little notepad. So if I come up with questions, I'll just like put little notes here to remind myself, but I do very much the same thing before an interview, like 30 minutes before I'm like, okay. Uh, so that was literally like an hour ago. I'm like, oh, I got Tori coming on. Let me quick do this and just draw up a couple questions, but more of like yeah. guidance in case we're like main Absolutely. core things I want to talk about. And I do that also for my solo episodes where it's literally just bullet points. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I want to talk about this topic. Here's the five things. Okay, ready, go. There you go. <laughs> oh, the but monologue, in right? <laughs> yeah. In retrospect, I think that's why I fell off. As I review things from you know previous pod fades, I was that script guy mm. where I would script something out, feel that that had to be perfect. Yeah. And that is not only incredibly exhausting, but it didn't even feel right. It didn't feel like me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You have to be able to, to get to a point where you're comfortable and, and, and take some of the control away, right? Like you need to be able to let the guest have the conversation and and help you. You're the one to help lead that conversation. You want to have them tell their stories and you draw out the questions that people are thinking of. And so that's really what my focus is. And, and just, you know, making sure that I bring good content for people to listen to that they're going to want to listen to. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm really mindful of uh, who I bring on and the conversations that we have, because I know as a podcast listener myself, I want it to be uh, meaningful and I want to take my time, you know, to listen to something that's going to help either me grow or learn or, you know, um, you know, educate myself. So. So part of that, I imagine is like putting yourself in the shoes of your avatar and just like taking a moment to think would Sue like this or whatever you've called your avatar. We, we do this weird thing where we name our avatars. Don't us weird entrepreneurs. (laughs) I will say like, I've had a persona that I named, but I also had anti-personas I named. 
Oh, yes. The answer, I'll share with that with you offline. I did a quick audio training, so I'll share that your okay. way. It's it's pretty it's pretty neat. <laughs> I love it. And and your show, you like what was the because I know you do mostly interviews, right? Or is it entirely yes. interviews? Yep, it's all interviews. So what was the decision between solo interview interview show, you know? mass show with like 10 people on it like what was the decision making that you went into and the type of show that you wanted to have well for me my goal was networking meeting people and uh, learning from others so that really fell under the interview um, style right but the secret behind the the story here is I have more fear that I have to break through because for me having a solo cast is like, oh my gosh, there we go again. I got to push past that barrier <laughs> because I, I think to myself, like, what the heck am I going to say that people are going to want to listen to? But it's like, I really have to get past that. Now that I'm really finding my voice, I think that I'm, I'm at that point where a solo cast uh, is in my future because I know that, you know, it's something that I need to do. But once again, it's like, you know, we as entrepreneurs, we're always breaking through these barriers and breaking through these fears. And so we're not perfect. <laughs> and so here I am again, I'm up against that wall where I've like, okay, I've got to break through this, I've got to get to the next level. And so, you know, outside of networking and, and uh, connecting with amazing people through the uh, interview style, I now have to get to the next level where a solo cast really helps me highlight the education, right? My knowledge and sharing that with people. Um, so that's to come. <laughs> <laughs> I like what you said there. I mean, it's podcasting, but podcasting with a strategy. So you yeah. start with a strategy in mind and then you reverse engineer what the podcast has to do based on that strategy yeah so you're yeah, doing sure. it great for the networking and for expanding i love that and that's part of what i do like what other strategies can our listeners think okay well i don't really care about that like i care about this like what other strategies can we use podcasting for well, it's on the marketing side. So if you think about marketing and specifically um, the growth that you can get from that. So marketing has so many facets, right? And podcasting is one and the same. So you have different elements that you can utilize your podcast for, which is audio, uh, video, written. And all of those three things are huge, huge, huge catalysts for uh, getting exposure for your business. So if you leverage a podcast right, uh, you can have that video content that you can use on your website, that you can use on your YouTube channel, that you can use in social media. Um, and then the audio, same platforms, right? You um, have podcasting platforms that the audio is going to go on, but then you build authority with your voice and your messaging. And then you take the, the, the written out of it, right? So if you transcribe your episodes, you can utilize that for blogs, for uh, content on your social media, for quotes. Uh, SEO. There's just so many levels that you can slice and dice the podcasting um, marketing aspect um, to grow your business. And especially if your podcast is aligned with your business, which is ideally what you want to do, uh, you're going to be able to promote your business through your podcast. You're going to get people aware of your business. So you got brand awareness. Um, you can utilize it for offers, for directing traffic to your website. Like there's so many just spider webs of, of directions that you can go uh, when you take a podcast and utilize it for your marketing. So that's the strategy, you know, really fine tuning what your audience is, who your, your avatar is, what's your business, and then what's the goal of your business. And then how do you utilize a podcast to you know, grow that business and expose that business to that customer avatar that you're looking to reach. Mm, fantastic. And so I love the fact that it's like this, the recording is just one part of it, right? It's like 10 other things that you can use this content for, repurpose it all across, you know, the golden plain or the fruited plain, as they would say, where it's not just about the one singular one and yeah. done. So when you started doing that, was it, let's add one at a time, let's try this, or did you just kind of go in both feet and said, we're gonna do all the things right now? <laughs> well, uh, as you know, I like to go big, right? So I did all the things. <laughs> 
which, you know, is not necessarily, not necessarily the best strategy, but for me personally, because I have the skill set and I have the knowledge in all of those aspects of marketing, it made sense. Um, for other people, I would, you know, clients that I work with and stuff like that, or advise with for marketing, I wouldn't maybe necessarily do all of them, right? Because unless you have a team to support you, you have, you know, the strategy that, you know, that's where I come in to put into place, then you're going to get burnt out faster because you're trying to do all things. But when you look at, okay, what's the best return on your time, on your investment, that's really where you want to focus in. So that might be video. So how do we leverage the podcast? Obviously we do the audio and then let's really lean in on the video. Let's create a YouTube channel. Let's do some advertising. Let's do some shorts. Like that might be the direction that a certain company needs. The other one, it may be the written content. So let's do the blog after we've done the podcast episodes and let's really lean on the content that we get from the episode to create multiple blog articles, to pull out quotes, to do, you know, uh, email marketing, whatever it might be. So it's different for everyone, but you know, me, I go big. So I did it all. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a matter of, I mean, really just creating a checklist and uh, here's what we're going to do with each one. And you need to yeah. find three quotes and we'll repost them this way. So I like it is, is taking your marketing background and looking at things from the strategic level and, you know, building out a framework and while we're working from a framework, you know, it can be overwhelming if you're doing all the tactical part of it. But I imagine for your team, given that they probably spend at least 80 to 90% of their day in tactical do mode, it's just another, it's just another thing for them. Right. Yeah. And once you put the the process in place, like you outline the steps of each episode, then the next episode, it's just like, it's second nature, right? Because you have the steps and it's, that's really what makes it um, doable is because you put an outline in place and you just rinse and repeat the content's different. Yes. But the process Mm -hmm. is always the same. So, you know, you got to make sure that you have those processes in place. Otherwise you're just floundering and just <laughs> going crazy every week. You have an episode. You're like, no, what do I do? <laughs> oh yeah. I think we've all been there. We've all been there. Yeah. Yes, At yes, least yes. once, maybe not in whatever we're currently doing, but everyone out there is going, yeah, I know that's like, uh, that's yeah. fun. it's not bad. It's, it's okay. You can get past this, right? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, there's something about, spending a certain amount of your time in that uncomfortable part to make you do the work to bring it to something that's scalable to something that's replicable because it's not the natural instinct for most of us to say okay i'm doing something new let me create a process for it yeah most of us just kind of take it by you know the seat of our pants but i mean honestly if we look at the bigger thing if if we take 20, 30 minutes on the front end of everything to just think about how we're going to do something versus try to get into action right away, you know, there's a lot to be gained from that experience yeah. and that, that knowledge moving forward, not only with the, the show, but like everything else we're doing in our business, right? Yeah. Well, and there's one important part that I think some people miss in the marketing aspect, um, not, not only just specifically to podcasting, but is reevaluating, right? So you put this process mm. in place and a strategy and you start, okay, let's just go, right? We're 10, 10 episodes into our season, you know, talking about podcasting. Have you really looked back at the performance? That's a big thing too. It's like, you've got to look at the performance because sometimes in the marketing space, you got to make adjustments. And so it's really important, even though you have these plans and processes in place, you got to make sure they're actually working. (laughs) So take a moment to evaluate, to analyze and make sure that the processes that you've put in place are actually doing what they're supposed to. The videos are getting views, the content's being shared, like you're getting engagement, like you're getting reviews on your podcast. So it's always, you know, important to, to make sure that you pause and take a look at performance and uh, measurables too, especially mm. in the marketing space. Absolutely. So I have a quick random question on video. Yes. And let's say someone like Adam, me, yeah, <laughs> me 
created a bunch, I've recorded a bunch of interviews and I didn't, when I recorded them, I didn't get permission to use the video. Hmm. I know I shouldn't post it without getting permission. I know that part, but I know there are also other platforms where we can do like the image with the squiggly lines. So it's a video, but it's of a static image thinking of wave particularly. Uh Have you done any experimentation with that or has it been mostly just the actual video that you've used um, in your own podcast? So what I found is just video in itself is going to perform better, right? If uh, versus a static image. So a static image is going to, when people are watching it, especially on the video side, they're going to be like, okay, I'm looking at the same image the whole time. So if you have a video of yourself or you do some dynamic transitions, maybe you put up the logo of the person that you're interviewing or you have the caption text going across so it keeps people engaged on the video side especially if it's a longer form content you want to make sure that the video has some action and motion to it because people are going to lose their attention otherwise they would just go to the audio right they would just go listen to audio but if they're on a video platform you need to entertain them if you will Uh, And if you don't have permission to use the video side of things then you have to get creative on, okay, how can we make this work in a video platform um, without it just being words going across the stream? Because you'll lose people's attention for sure. Mm. That's good information to know because I (laughs) didn't get permission. And I think that's part of part of the bigger process of podcasting is like you need to have that conversation with your guest on how you're going to use the material, what it's going to be used yeah. for. And that's probably a standard form from your, I, I forget when I was on your show, when I was interviewed, if it was a standard, I think it was a release, wasn't it? Don't you do? Yeah. You yeah just release as part of what you do. Yeah. Just in the um, recording um, scheduling part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's like, I agree for this. Yes. <laughs> well, another thing too, like if you think about it, this is a good opportunity to reconnect with those people. So from a marketing perspective, you know, you can say, Hey, you know, the audio is getting great reviews and great, you know, um, listens. Um, I'd love to utilize the video that we also recorded and get us another boost of uh, listeners. So that gives you an opportunity to reach back out to that person. And if that's that person is a prospective client of yours, even better, right? Because then you get to re-engage with them, you know, depending on how long the episode was recorded, like, hey, hope you're doing well, like blah, blah, blah. And then that gives you that, you know, opportunity, like I said, to reconnect with them and ask for that permission. And then, you know, the next level to that is once I create this content for us, can you share it too? And so it's like, (laughs) you know, not only are you getting the benefit on your platforms, but then they are like, oh yeah, this is my interview and they're proud of the content that they put out and they want to share it on their end. So for you, it gives you the opportunity to reconnect, gives you multiple uh, avenues of reintroducing the episode. And then, you know, the same thing with sharing for the guests to be able to share on their platform too. Fantastic. Love it. Love it. So I imagine, do you keep like a Rolodex of like all the guests that you've had or all the shows that you've been on to? It's like this growing Google sheet. Yeah, I actually use Airtable. So I love Airtable. And um, I keep um, all of my guest interviews, uh, interviews that I've been on. And so I have details and all this information that I use. I'm very analytical and creative on one side, but very analytical. (laughs) And so I love spreadsheets and all this craziness. And so I I can slice and dice it. And that's what I love about Airtable. It's like, this is like a plug for Airtable. Go sign up for Airtable. No, (laughs) it is. It is pretty nice. Airtable works really well. I love because you can slice and dice it and you can like put it in different views. And like, you know, these are the season one uh, guests and these are season two guests. It's like, I don't know. I geek out on that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. So I have to ask, I mean, podcasting, let me be like the bearer of bad news. It's not a platform where if I just build it, they'll come. Is it? No. You won't just magically climb up the rankings. There are specific strategies, right? To sure. grow your following, increase your downloads. And like, what are some of the things that you found to be effective? Asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. <laughs> yes. 
Well, <clears throat> I think um, there's strength in numbers. Uh, so I have found building a network of other podcasters has been huge for me. And so I'm a part of a podcasting network and we all support each other. We help uh, refer guests to each other. We utilize the same, you know, uh, mindset of like, this is the process that we want to do. And these are the reasons why, why we have a podcast and it's for the greater good. And it's not just, you know, to hear ourselves talk all the time. Sometimes that's great, but you know, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, you know, I, I think that there's strength in numbers and having people support you because, you know, you want to make sure you get the right guests and, and good people in there. So that's one thing. Um, the other thing is just being very mindful of how you utilize your content. And so um, having that marketing strategy, having the uh, guests uh, specific to match your target avatar or the people that you want to connect with and utilizing that for um, growing your business. Mm. Love it. Cause you mentioned podcast network because podcasters are an interesting bunch <laughs> and to circle back right to the beginning, it's core values and cultural fit that in the networks I've been a part of, like that's already there or the ones I, the guy, the people I really jive with, like we already have all those core values. We already can just sit and josh about for half an hour without ever getting to the point because we just talk to each other and, and have a good time. So I wonder if that's part of that magic of that network too. It's that extension of culture and, and you know, your own core values personified, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there's so many other aspects, you know, like you said, podcasting is not for the faint of heart. It is a lot of work and there's a lot that goes into it, you know, mentally and, you know, physically and, and time and all that stuff. And so, um, there's certain ways that with a marketing strategy, if you do all of the pieces in the right fashion, uh, it's going to work for you. Right. And so a lot of, um, what you need to do is, is amplify your message and amplify your show. And so through a network or through advertising, whatever that might be, um, that's going to grow your, your podcast because you're getting more people to listen to it. And a lot of people talk about um, metrics and downloads and, and what's most important. And so it depends on your goal. Some people want to have thousands of downloads. Uh, some people just want to have a core group of people that listen. And so it's really different for every person. Um, but, you know, for me, like we keep going back to, it's about the network. It's about the, the connections that you make. And, and that's how you become successful in my mind. That's immeasurable for me is the number of people that you meet, the number of partnerships that you build, um, the number of lives that you touch with the messages that you share that you'll probably never know of. Um, so that's how I look at it. That's awesome. I love it. I was meeting with a buddy the other day. He, he works for a local company and they brought me in to do some consulting. And I looked on his desk and he had this planner that he was using. And I was like, Oh, you know about that planner? It's like, yeah, you interviewed the creator of it. Remember on your show? It's like, Oh, you listened to that dude. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it so cool. when when you, you have people tell you about the episodes of your show or for me, like the reviews are like, Oh my God, I love it when I get reviews because they're people that you don't know. Right. And they're like giving their honest feedback and, you know, hopefully it's five stars, but you know, to hear what they say is like, Oh my gosh, that really just gives you that boost to like, keep going, keep doing what you're doing. Cause you know, you're, you're making a, an impact and people are hearing what you share and, and they're taking those tools that you, you know, promote or talk about and they're using them in their daily life. And it's awesome. Absolutely. And I have to, I have to tell on Tori here, listeners, just between you and me, um, Tori has a strategy she uses, which I think is awesome. And it's on my Airtable to-do list. But when you're applying to be on her show, she has social proof from previous guests. So she's using that aspect of social proof that we know works in marketing and she's using it on her guest sign-up sheet. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing ever. Like total geek moment, but it's, it's such a little thing, but it's, it's, it's like one of these well, ways you're, you. you're using your network and 
getting people to brag about you is not always the easiest thing, but <laughs> you've done it and it's, it's beautiful. I love it. It's, it's just one of these little tricks that you use and it's yeah. fascinating. Well, and I'm very, I'm very humble and I'm very authentic. And so I think, you know, just little ways of doing that. And, and I like to be subtle. I don't like to be in your face, but I'm glad that you notice, you know, stuff like that for sure. It's working. Yes. <laughs> Now I have one more, I have a silly question. Then I have one more serious question. Okay. Uh, the silly question, because we are on podcasts regularly, we get invited virtually into people's living rooms. So I'd like for us to take a moment to share any crazy moments that have happened in these <laughs> virtual sharing environments that you can think of where you're like, oh my gosh, this just happened and we're on video. Has anything <laughs> crazy happened to you thus far? Well, it hasn't been on a podcast, but it has been on video calls for, for client meetings and stuff. So there's, we were just talking about this, so I got to share it. Um, okay. So <laughs> sometimes I, I have two young kids and so I work from home and if they come home from school or they have a day off of school, I'll usually go over to my parents' house and I'll work from their office because it's quiet. I get, you know, to shut the door and I have my peace and quiet. Well, so I thought, well, there's this one day that I had a, a zoom meeting with a client and my dad is both my parents are retired and so my dad is a construction guy and he's always whittling and doing all this stuff and, and so he goes <laughs> he's in the backyard and he's outside the window uh of the room that i'm working in and he's hammering and hammering and hammering and i look out the window and i'm like what the heck is going on well he's fixing the fence because the fence is broken and so i'm like oh my gosh i'm so sorry like i'm on this call i'm like so sorry you know we've got some construction going on outside of my window oh no problem blah 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 well then you know a couple minutes later the door opens to the bedroom of the office that i'm working in do you want some more coffee and i'm like dad oh my gosh like i'm a grown woman here and i have my dad who is working on a fence asking me if i need more coffee and i'm just like oh god love him right <laughs> so those are the funny moments those are the funny it. ones yeah oh fantastic <laughs> if it was a podcast it would have been better because then i could have edited it right i could have cut that right. out but i'm on a live meeting and i'm like oh but you know people it's so natural nowadays like people are just like eh, you know whatever it's no big deal but i'm like mortified like oh oh my gosh <laughs> i was on one it was like a month ago and they told me it was like you're only our second guest i'm like and so i have to expect it to be a little rough i had no idea what was coming my way tori <laughs> They said, well, we're going to record it. It's going to go on the podcast. We're also going to live stream it to Facebook. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I don't care. Yeah. And they, we get on and they're not ready. Okay, yeah. that's natural. And then they just hit the button to go live to Facebook and they're still not ready. They're not even in the shot. And I'm like, you you, you know, we're, we're like, we're, hi, Facebook. We're live to Facebook like right now. We've been You're like, am for, I the host? <laughs> we, we've been live for 40 seconds and the whole crowd's going, there's this bald guy looking at us. Who is this? <laughs> and like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll be fine. And three minutes go by and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, do I turn my camera off? Do I? <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> trying to be very mindful about what I'm doing because I realize I'm on camera. And then finally they show up like, okay, we're ready to begin. And she rolls in. It was a, a husband and wife duo doing the show. She had changed into like, uh, let's just say slightly uh, risque outfit. <laughs> it's definitely attention getting Tori. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and he rolls in with like a bottle of booze, smoking a cigarette. And they're just like on the show. I'm like, oh, Okay. And in the intro introduction sense, he drops three F-bombs. I'm like, it's one of these shows. Okay, well. Oh, wow. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's the moment where your camera accidentally drops and you lose all video and audio. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we had booked an hour and we're like an hour in after they wasted 15 minutes of me live just looking like me. 
on Facebook. And I'm like, um, we booked an hour, guys. I have an I have to go. Like, yeah. Y- y'all need to you booked an hour. I mean, come on. So it's just one of those little things. It's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> what not well, to do. Yeah. Well, hopefully they will learn and over time they will get better. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But before we jump, I have super enjoyed our time geeking out, Tori. I always enjoy getting on calls with you, but I know you got something big coming up and I want to hear more about it because I think it's going to be just game changing for so many people. Yeah. Well, so uh, thank you for giving me the platform to to talk about this. So what Adam is referring to is I am uh, hosting a mastermind for podcast hosts. And so it's, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. Uh, It's called the podcast accelerator mastermind, and it's an eight week program. And a lot of what we've been talking about, you know, my background in marketing and my love for podcasting and networking, building relationships is really what has come together to put this mastermind um, to fruition. And so that was really the goal for me is I, I look back at all of the the skills and the stuff that I've learned and just wanted to help other people um, to get to a certain point in their career and their podcast in their life and to feel fulfilled. So this uh, podcast mastermind is going to bring together some phenomenal minds um, of podcast hosts who are also business owners. And uh, really what we're going to do is we're going to work through a lot of these kind of things that we talked about on this episode is like, what's the strategy in having a podcast? You know, there's certain elements that you have to look at. You have to start with a customer avatar. You have to start with your why. Um, you need to look at your branding. What are people seeing when they, when they listen and hear and, and watch your podcast? Um, you got to look at, you know, how you how you put that content out there and make sure it resonates with people, make sure that you're, um, make sure that you're measuring it. Um, and then also it's like, what is the offer or the way that you can monetize your podcast? Because in all honesty, a lot of people, you know, we do this, you know, because it's a passion of ours, but at the same time, we need to make money to fuel the business, to fuel our family and to fuel our lives. And so how do we really leverage this in an authentic um, way to monetize our podcast? And so bringing all of these minds together, um, I'm going to share some of the tactics and tools and stuff that I've learned, um, ways that I've learned to implement it. And um, just really, I just want to bring this, this team. It's another team. I want to bring a team together of phenomenal people from different backgrounds who are all joined by this one thing, which is a podcast, uh, being a podcast host. And how can we help each other uh, to take it to the next level and get past this, you know, pod fade that everybody has, because there's so much that can be done with a podcast, uh, personally, professionally, and just for, you know, all the listeners. So it's an eight week program. We're going to take eight weeks. We're going to have one-on-one meetings uh, every week, and we're going to do a little bit of, I'll do a little bit of uh, training and sharing of uh, some experts' strategies and tools and that sort of thing. And then we're really going to just collaborate and do a lot of of, uh, talking together and sharing ideas, helping each other along. Um, So yeah, I'm super excited. I am too, because listeners, if you join us, and I said, just said us. Oh, I dropped my secret already. <laughs> I joined Tori's podcasting mastermind, podcast accelerator. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Cause like I said that there's, I, I don't think, or let me rephrase that. This is a part of it not being edited. We, we can, you know, I like it. Um, there's so much that we know. I think if we've been marketing for a while, but it's the application and like seeing what's worked for someone else, plus just the idea of just being in a room with other like-minded people, like you gain so much so quickly and it just short circuits the learning curve from what we trial, error, trial, error. Anyone else sick of that? Yep. (laughs) Yo, I am like, let's, let's do stuff that works. So well, like super, I said, it's yeah. like I said, it's strength in numbers, right? And so that's where the mastermind is hugely 
beneficial because you bring together a number of people who may have similar struggles or somebody has broken through this struggle and the other person hasn't. And so we help each other. It's not just, you know, me being the one who has all the answers. I don't want to be the one with all the answers. I want to facilitate these amazing minds and these amazing people and, and leverage my skills and my knowledge to help all of you. And I'm going to learn from it too. So that's exciting for me because it's not like I'm going to be the only one facilitating and I'm just giving, giving, giving. I also get to learn and grow with the the group that we build as well. So it's a win-win for me. (laughs) Fantastic. Uh, So how do people find out more about it? Where do they they go to to see if this is the right fit for them? Yeah. So uh, the best thing that I would say is connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, send me a message on LinkedIn and let's hop on a call because I want to have a conversation with you. Uh, make sure that you're a good fit for the mastermind and that, you know, you really see the value in this and, um, you know, just want to get to know you. I mean, I'm all about connections. So find me on LinkedIn. You can uh, look up Tori Barker. Uh, you can connect with me, send me a message. I'll get right back to you. You can also visit my website, creativemarketingsacramento.com, and you can uh, book a discovery call on there as well. So much fun. And just in case inquiring minds are wanting to know, like, let's say I just started and I'm like five episodes in, am I ready for this? Or should I maybe just stick it out on my own for a little bit longer? You know, ideally somebody who's had at least 10 episodes. So you've got a little, uh, stake in the ground, right? You've, you've gone through some struggles, you've, you know, uh, figured out things that are working, things that are not working, but you know what, it goes back to, you know, let's have a conversation because maybe you are ready. Maybe you have, you know, that right mindset. So I always welcome, you know, even if you're just getting started, you know, give me a a message and let's, let's connect and, and have a conversation. Who knows? I may even do a mastermind for new podcast hosts. Oh, snap. Ideas. <laughs> so reach out to me and let's let's have a conversation. I love it, Tori. Well, all the notes, all the links to Tori will be in the show notes here as well. And yeah, reach out to Tori. She you're gonna love her. She's everything you're hearing on audio, or if you know, this is how Tori is. And I just geek out every time we get to connect because this cool like energy vibe thing we got going on. I love it. You're phenomenal, Adam. Thank you for having me. It's been it's been a pleasure to to talk to you. I you know, we always love chatting, so we could talk for days, but I love that we were able to to share our knowledge and, and message with your audience. So thank you for the opportunity to do that. All right, that wraps up for this episode, but don't let the learning stop here. Join us in the Facebook group where we'll be sharing the latest tactical techniques and tricks that we're seeing work in companies just like yours. Go to adamliette.com slash Facebook. That's A-D-A-M-L-I-E-T-T-E dot com slash Facebook.